In the last podcast, we learned three reasons why people fail at their habits. One, they focus too much on motivation. Two, they make the habit too hard on themselves. And three, they don't design their environment. Today's podcast will focus on three more factors. The fourth factor is that they didn't have a plan B or contingency plan. Let's face it, even when you have designed a way to perfectly execute your habits, life happens. What may seem like a minor hiccup can throw your habit formation off balance. One example is from Noella, names change, who planned to do her seven minutes of exercise after she has her first cup of coffee in the morning. Seems simple, right? Well, Noella has a two-year-old who wakes up at seemingly random times throughout the week. Sometimes he wakes up a lot after Noella. Other times he wakes up right when Noella wakes up. And when this happens, Noella's morning habit routine goes, gets thrown off balance and she ends up not even doing the seven minutes exercise. A way around this is to have a plan B in place in case of an obstacle. Following the research of Drs. Peter Galwitzer and Gabriel Ottingen, you want to not only set your habit goals, you also need to visualize ahead of time what obstacles may happen and what your plans are to get around them. A nerd alert sidebar, these strategies are called intention implementation with mental contrasting. Number five is that they are perfectionists. I will use perfectionism as one example of a personality style that may impact habit formation. People with perfectionism tendencies tend to set inflexible and excessively high standards, to evaluate their behavior overly critically, to hold an all or nothing mindset about their performance. At first glance, perfectionists may seem like someone who is able to pick up habits quicker as they be more likely to set goals and standards for themselves, and may appear more motivated to make the habit stick. However, if you look at the other aspects of perfectionism, evaluate their behavior overly critically, and hold an all or nothing mindset about their performance, this is where their habit formation can break down. Let's use Netapong names change as an example. Netapong wants to set his day up for success and decides that he would like to have a good morning routine. He has read many self-improvement articles and books and has a strong faith, so he's decided that his morning habits would be the first, uh, to first pray for 30 minutes, then journal for 20 minutes, then do yoga for another 30 minutes, followed by a 20-minute meditation. You can already see the high standard that Natapong has set for himself. How many people do you know does all this as their morning routine? Moreover, once the pandemic started, both he and his wife started working from home and they have two young children. Natapong used to be able to use his bedroom to do all the above when his wife goes to work. Now that his wife is home, he doesn't feel comfortable doing all that while his wife is home because her working space is in the bedroom. He also would normally have uninterrupted 100 minutes to do this entire ideal morning habits but with the kids at home and not at daycare, this has proven impossible. So instead of doing what he can with what he has, Natapong's all or nothing mind says, if I don't have a full 100 minutes of uninterrupted time to do all my habits, then fuck it all. 
Moreover, with his overly self-critical mind, Natapong says to himself, Why do you suck so much at your morning habits? You know what's good for you and you can't even do it. You're such a loser. And this makes him even more disheartened to try again tomorrow. And this becomes a negative spiral of failing at his habits and self-internal punishment. Number six is they have a fixed mindset. Dr. Carol Dweck pioneered a work on fixed versus growth mindsets that can help or hinder your habit endeavors. Someone with a fixed mindset assumes that their personality, ability, intelligence, etc. are fixed and can't change much. They see failures as a threat to their fixed selves and may avoid something they fail at in the future. On the other hand, someone with a growth mindset assumes that personality, ability, intelligence, etc. can grow. Thus, they see failures as opportunities to learn and grow from, to really stretch themselves. You can see how having a fixed mindset can hinder one's attempt at forming a habit. The formula for habit formation isn't complex, there's only three things needed, but because our lives are not constant and we have a lot of other internal drives, emotions, conflicting goals that we are juggling, failures or hiccups are bound to happen. And instead of using the failed attempts as data or insight about themselves to do better next time, those with fixed mindsets would instead experience failures and think, oh, I'm not good at doing this, so why even try? So if any of this sounds like you, you are just human. But I'm a coach for a reason. I definitely believe in growth and helping others grow. So if you struggle with habits and want to learn the skills and the systematic process to start and stop habits, I can help. And today is the last day to apply for my habit coaching program, Unlock the Habit Code. Learn how to make and break any habit you ever want in your life for the rest of your life. This is a one-on-one -on -one coaching program where you will learn the meta skill of what habits really are and how to crack the code on how to start and stop any habits you want in your life, customized to you and your life. In fact, what you get is more than just skills to start and stop habits. Previous coaches have also developed a new outlook on life, confidence in their ability to design their lives, a positive relationship with their habits, more mindfulness, and self-compassion. Who is this program for? Are you a high achiever who's conquered many areas of your life? But there are still some nagging habits that you want to start or stop that have been elusive to you for years and you're sick and tired of not cracking the code for them? Are you the kind who's pretty much read all the books and articles, listened to podcasts or watched videos on habits but still struggle with them? Are you the kind who's done some uh, X number of day habit challenge or group habit challenges and manage to only stick for it for those days and no longer than that? Or maybe you're the type of person who developed some good habits during this corona era, but worried that with the new school year um, already starting and the upcoming holidays, it might throw the habits you've been working so hard for out of whack. You are the kind that don't want to fail at your new year's resolution again, and you've always wanted to have better habits in your life and really confused on how to make it happen and really need one-on-one -on -one help tailored to your life. So today's last day to apply for my program is by application only. Go to drpilon.com slash unlock the habit code.
That's drpylin.com forward slash U-N-L-O-C-K-T-H-E-H-A-B-I-T-C-O-D-E. Hope to see you there. Until next time, Transcenders. Today's action. We want to set up contingency plan for your habits using a WHOOP formula by Dr. Gabrielle Ottingen. WHOOP is W-O-O-P and it stands for different things. W is wish. What is it you want for your life? This is your wish or goals. Get very clear and specific and narrow it down to three to six words. O is for outcome. What's the biggest benefit you could experience as a result of achieving this wish? Again, get very clear and specific and narrow it down to three to six words. The next O is obstacle. As examples previously have shown, life happens. So you want to proactively brainstorm what obstacles you may face that will get in the way of you performing your habits. Get real with yourself. What are your tendencies? Who else are involved in your life that may throw your habit off track? What is in your environment that may also become an obstacle? Brainstorm as many as possible. Finally, the last P is plan. For each obstacle, your job is to figure out a plan of how you will get around each one of them if they were to present themselves. This helps you create a brain shortcut for when you are in that moment of decision when the obstacle rears its head, you already have a plan in place of what you would do versus waste your precious brain energy to try to think about what to do on the spot. Although this may take a few seconds or minutes, that extra time you had to think about what you should do instead can derail you. Hopefully that worked for you to try to accomplish some of your habit or some goals. Otherwise, reach out to me and also share with your family and friends what whoop you have decided on today. You can reach me at pylin at drpylin.com, P-Y-L-I-N at D-R-P-Y-L-I-N.com.